0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul Andrigo here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Today, I've got another really interesting guest joining me. And this is actually a second visit for this particular guest. So now that we've kind of gone over a little bit about her and her background and her expertise in the mortgage world, uh, we can sort of jump into maybe some heavier topics. And I know from our pre-podcast chat, uh, that we're going to be covering some pretty interesting stuff. So make sure you listen all the way to the end. And then when you're done, please make sure you head over to Apple podcasts and leave me a review. I'd, pre- I'd appreciate that. So to get started, I want to introduce my guest and I'll have her do the introduction and uh, we'll go from there.
1: Thank you, Paul, uh, for having me today. Uh, my name is Raki Dingra. I am the broker of record for Mortgage Savvy. Um, we started Mortgage Savvy seven years ago um, in, in sort of the mindset to help Canadians and sort of households, view their mortgage as a wealth building tool. And through the acquisition of real estate, build a wealth building portfolio that will help them achieve their long term goals to support their families.
0: Wonderful. And again, obviously, because of the fact that I am very, very interested in making sure that the people that I have on this podcast are again, people who have been around long enough, and I'm not talking about, you know, not everybody has to be a 20-year veteran. Um, I've been doing what I'm doing for 23 years. I'm not saying that that's a guarantee that you'll, uh, you know, be the right person to 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 guide people. But for me, it's very important that I have people on here who are giving very balanced advice, and of course, specific, because people do need, when they're looking for experts, when they're looking for people um in in positions like ours they're looking for leadership they're not looking for um again you can get a thousand opinions if you go to any holiday party or any uh friends get together you're going to have a hundred conversations happening probably a lot of them about real estate like it or not that's what happens at every family party and and maybe like yourself when you get the questions about all that stuff um You know, you want to be able to give them the right direction. And of course, you know, try to lead them uh, to the place where they make a decision that is best for them. As, as much as possible. So let's talk about a little bit about the, um, as you said, probably the hottest topic going right now, of course, COVID, uh, you know, pandemic, of course, that was the big topic. And of course, it still kind of is. Um, but of course, mortgage and how it's changed from 2020 to now, I, I would say that's probably a lifetime worth of uh, turbulence that's uh, been sort of jump, jumped into your lap, I'm sure, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I often will say that anytime you turn on the news or you're, you know, reading an article, top of mind or sort of a hot topic these days is mortgages. Yeah. And what's difficult is deciphering the truth from the mixed messages we're receiving. And I would completely agree as well that it's so important that when you're leaning on an expert for advice, you're ensuring that they have the relevant experience. I created Mortgage Savvy seven years ago, but I am coming from over 20 years in financial services. I was here when we saw the shift in 2008. And actually that is when I purchased my first property. Did you really? Did... That's <laughs> a in-
0: in- interesting side story. Uh, yeah, we, we bought our house, uh, we bought a house um, in 2007, the year before all that. So um, let's just say we were probably both equally scared uh, uh, you know, around 2008 for various reasons.
1: Very similar to the environment we're, we're, we're seeing right now with yes. buyers as well. True, you know, when a buyer's sitting on the sidelines, and I've often said it's there's opportunity to go against <laughs> what everybody else is doing. If everybody else is waiting, that may be the opportunity to act. Yeah. I did so, and it was the best financial decision I ever made.
0: Yeah.
1: And that is what created that inquisition and sort of interest in pursuing a mortgage brokerage or, you know, building out a wealth building strategy for clients because I had done it for myself and I was able to break it down. And that was a gift. And communicating that to one client at a time is what built what I refer to as advocates, which are my clients that have continued to support through referral business. But There was opportunity in 2008, while nobody else was purchasing, we had seen a shift in market values. I took a long-term sort of focus with my first purchase and bought my forever home. Mm. Eight years later, I was mortgage-free because as we all know, the market did rebound. Prices continued to increase and I was able to use that to my advantage and continue to acquire additional real estate and manipulate my mortgage to to kind of support my, my life goals.
0: That's again, those are the best stories as far as I'm concerned, whenever we're talking about, um, you know, and again, I, I, this is why it's very important that when I'm dealing with people who do what you do, um, my opinion, and I'm not and I'm not any kind of an expert on mortgages, I just know how amazing it feels to help people get mortgage free. So that's the the one thing that I've done probably more than anything else I've done. There's no awards on my desk about that. Uh, and I don't need any because I I'm in the room when I see them get that discharge statement uh, or or just basically waking up the next day and calling me saying, you know, the the, the weight of the world is off them. Because, of course, uh, in some cases they were coming from a place where they were overpaying or, uh, you know, just maybe in too much of a house or or, or again, financial difficulties again stuff happens to all of us. Uh, again, no, no no one's excluded from that. So the fact that, again, you're talking about getting yourself to that mortgage-free state in less than 10 years, uh, that again, that's incredible. So you've obviously got a game plan. And that's, that's, that's I think, going to be the thing that when people reach out to you, which is hopefully what happens after these podcasts, um, you can sort of say, listen, here's, you know, Pretty much the game plan, like that 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 you went through. Now, now, do you um, uh, do you have any specific things that that you would say stand out? Like any top one or two things that uh, you remember from those eight years?
1: I will say we were in an environment where rates were reflecting higher, and we had a question mark on on what the market was going to do, and people weren't buying, and that was opportunity for me. I do think I had balanced my decision in some facts we were going we were going to continue to see immigration and purchasing in Toronto and the GTA provided me with that degree of stability that as a thriving sort of urban center that market values over time would continue to grow yeah. and with real estate it's so important to take that long term outlook. I also feel that Canadians aren't of the mindset that the only tax-free asset that you are able to own in this country is your home. Mm -hmm. And it's important to understand that we don't want to necessarily be tied to our mortgage. That's usually our largest liability, but that there are smart decisions we can make regardless of what the interest rate environment is in making smart money decisions. To focus on a goal of being mortgage free. Mortgage free isn't necessarily just eliminating that debt, but it's also a sense of freedom that you are now in the driver's seat, the driver's seat on creating a life by design. And I think that's the key thing. Anybody that does follow me will see that through these shifts, I've been able to maintain a lifestyle, be able to provide for my daughter at a level, and it's educating clients with this information, helping them understand that purchasing an investment property allows them to write off the interest component of a mortgage. And so we don't need to necessarily fixate as strongly on the range Um, in a thriving rental rate environment, as we've seen over the last couple of years, provides opportunity. So I think education is clear, is is really key to arming yourself with the right information. And I often say, don't just listen to an expert, go through and test it. Go there and do your own research once you've obtained the information and validate it yourself. Get yourself an education on it. And it's also important to understand that as a mortgage broker, I, I consider myself a coach for it more than anything. If I can coach you and educate you and teach you a skill set, then you're gonna feel the confidence that you need to go out there and employ it. So we're here to, you know, truly add enough value to the experience of educating a client so that they're feeling empowered to go out there and make those smart purchase decisions with respect to real estate and being in the know-how on constructing a mortgage contract that works in their best interest as well.
0: Again, really, really good points and very important that we go right back to the beginning of what you mentioned mm-hmm. about the fact that you know people's principal residence, again, is their one biggest tax-free situation that they're going to have in their lives. And 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 not a lot of people think about that enough. And unfortunately, um, no one knows, again, just because no one knows what was going to happen two years ago, no one could have predicted 2022. Uh, in 2020, nobody could have called most things. Um, so being your own advocate and doing that research, uh, it has always been for me putting the putting my clients in literally the direct line of fire with the data, uh, and 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 having it be firsthand um, is so important because there's so much. And again, this is something I talked about today as well on on Twitter. Uh, there's so much secondhand data, people commenting on properties that they weren't the buyer, the seller, or the agent. The selling the, the 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 real estate or the mortgage agent for, but somehow, they have the entire you know story because of a clip in the newspaper or or something on you know a, a real estate website that reveals uh, some details, but they don't have that firsthand knowledge. So having again people like you, this is why it's so important. Um, I think to surround yourselves, and this is not just—I I don't think it should be just me. I think it should be every realtor um, and and every mortgage broker uh, that's in the position where they're surrounding themselves with other professionals, uh, again, who are at the best level that you know they can be, and 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 again, all also willing to sort of teach others what it is that we know because. I think, you know, the more people I've brought into my system and to, again, get them to the point where they've uh, made the right choices, they've, you know, they've, they've again, sold the house that maybe was too much, uh, you know, did a, did a downsize at just the right time, whatever it might be, and again, got to the point where they were mortgage free. Again, I, I know these people professionally, but a lot of them are also very close friends, people I care about. So putting them in those positions, like, you know, in in one of the most recent cases, it was a retired couple. uh, And then another couple, it was a younger, they were in their late 40s, early 50s, um, decided that they wanted to move out east, which is what a lot of people have done over the last few years from Toronto. Uh, So they sold the million dollar house, went out there and bought the $300,000 house and Kept the change, so to speak. Um, so, in their case, that was what what that was what was going to make them the happiest in their lives. And to this day, there's absolutely no regrets because. As you know, those kind of moves are not always the norm. Obviously, with, re- with people retiring, of course, they sometimes have their their life figured out. But you know, younger people, meaning like forties and fifties, still don't know where they might be going. So, having someone like yourself again, who's got the experience beyond the mortgage stuff, like you said, you were in the, the financial world for you said twenty years. So, obviously, you've been looking at those numbers for long enough where you can give, uh, you know, the people who are looking for that advice, give them, you know, sort of the right, you know, look at this, you know, here's the pros and cons of this approach. Here's the pros and cons of that. Uh, And then of course, you know, lead them to the decision because they have to make it themselves because they're the ones signing those documents. And and those are very, you know, stressful (laughs) documents to sign. I remember way back from my first mortgage, uh, you know, application and all those forms. It's like, what am I signing? Is you know, am I signing my life away? Uh, and that was the joke at the time, and, and they don't say it as much, but I'm sure it still feels that way to people. So uh,
1: it does. Yeah, and a very simple method. It's understanding and starting with what you want your life to look like, and moving backwards. Usually, in my initial consultation with a client, I'll often say. I understand that you're looking to purchase a home and we all have a list of must-haves, but my priority is ensuring that they are they like me after they've moved in, <laughs> meaning that we've created a budget. There are so many additional costs associated with day-to-day living that it, are not necessarily visible on the credit bureau. So you want to have a conversation with a client. You want to understand what they're paying for daycare costs. The cost of living overall has increased and we start with that budget which I think surprises the number of clients. They're assuming we go right into collecting, you know, income documentation and maximizing their loan exposure. And and don't take me wrong, there's a component of that as well. But it starts with understanding affordability. And it's shocking to me to see how many households and how many individuals just move month to month without that awareness. So we start with that. And that in itself is empowering. We then work with that client to ensure that we're giving them sort of the tools that they need to help decide what's best for them moving forward. And so when they get to the fun part, which is usually getting out and searching for a property or, or, you know, executing on the plan that we put in place, that they have clarity. And they're, you know, sort of set on that goal that we're looking to support and achieve together.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And again, that's why and this is why for the most part, I wanted to make sure that uh, you guys were part of uh, what I just uh, started doing this year. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm really grateful that you guys have joined on to the VIP podcast perks. Um, so I do hope that that is one place that conversations start. And of course, this uh, second podcast. Uh, again, obviously, we'll we'll keep going and do more as, as more topics come up, because I, I guarantee you, it'll be just as exciting in three months. Because uh, who knows what's going to happen with the market then again, just just like three months ago, uh, you know, it was a it was a different market uh, as well. And, and a year ago, it was a very different market. Um, so I want to just to say thanks again, Rocky for joining me today. Um, so just to make sure that this conversation continues in the right form, uh, what's the best way for people to reach out to you and uh, connect with you to get, uh, again, more information on the stuff we were talking about and anything else, of course?
1: We encourage everybody to follow us at Mortgage Savvy uh, on Instagram as well as Facebook. We really try and utilize social media as a vehicle of a. Of- teaching and and sharing relevant information. I'm also always a phone call or a text message away. You have direct access to me as well and, and I'm sure my contact information is readily available. So whether it be an email, um, our service commitment to our clients is you are going to get a response from me directly within two hours of sending either an email or a text message or, or making a phone call. We try and prioritize our client interactions. We are here to provide coaching and support. And our Instagram and and sort of Facebook presence is really key in providing clients with sort of up to date and relevant information if they're looking to just kind of get started and and absorb some of this information that we've kind of shared in tidbits.
0: Okay, wonderful. Again, thanks so much for taking the time to join me today. And uh, definitely enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thank you, Paul. Thanks for having us.
0: Thanks, Rocky.